Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's been a month since marijuana was legalized. The public consumption of marijuana was legalized. And uh, in a very interesting poll conducted by Ipsos for Global News, I want to talk about that now. And I've, as I said, the poll's been, uh, pot's been legal in Canada for about a month. A snapshot of what Canadians think about the new normal. That's uh, plus or minus 2.3 percentage points, 19 times out of 20. And joining us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network is Senior Vice President of, if I can get this machine to work, of Ipsos, Michael Roddenberg. Michael, thank you very much for taking the time. Uh, thanks, Ray. So uh, I'm looking at some of the statistics here that I find really interesting. 35% of Canadians have noticed, noticed an increase in uh, the public consumption of cannabis. 16% have been publicly chastised for smoking in public. And men are significantly more likely than women to say they smoked marijuana in public, 23% versus 4%. And people made them feel as though they were doing something wrong. So now the smoking in public numbers are lower than I would have thought, and being publicly rebuked for smoking cannabis in public surprises me as well, because we're usually such polite people, we Canadians. Well, that's interesting. Uh, you're right. Um, I think we are generally uh, polite, but um, I think post-legalization there has been a certain amount of latitude that cannabis users have felt to, uh, you know, to smoke more freely than they previously would have been in the past. Yeah, and, uh, and, and that's understandable that men would be more likely to be commented about or commented to if they're smoking cannabis in public. Because maybe after 30 days, or within the first 30 days, the general public isn't aware for, or isn't prepared for the, uh, for the experience. Yeah, you're right. It's the, what we see happening in the, the, the general demographic trends of people who are smoking cannabis is it tends to skew heavily towards male and heavily towards millennials aged 18 to 34. So it would make sense that um, those who are predominantly smoking more frequently uh, would also be more likely to smoke in open uh, areas where, where they could potentially infringe upon somebody else's airspace, so to speak. But most people still smoke their cannabis in private. Absolutely. And I think um, our poll shows that they, they continue to do so. And I think that'll continue as, as time moves on because of you know, general smoking restrictions, um, regardless whether it's cigarette smoke or cannabis. Uh, there are very few places where you, you, you're actually allowed to smoke uh, out, outdoors in public. Were there any uh, notables as far as gender preferences are concerned or demographics? Well, I think one of the more interesting uh, statistics from our poll is when we compare our numbers after legalization and compare the incidence rates of people smoking cannabis before legalization, we really haven't seen a significant shift in the proportion of Canadians who are smoking cannabis. Now, that, that's an interesting statistic because I think 
if you look at the the investor hype and interest in the cannabis stocks and and obviously the big run up before October 17th when cannabis became legalized there was an expectation that after legalization a significant proportion of Canadians would all of a sudden light up and smart start uh, smoking cannabis left right and center and that just generally has not actually occurred yeah you know i f- i expected that in the first 30 days at least a few times I would be somewhere where I'd become aware of somebody smoking cannabis openly, even if only to make a point or try to make a point, demographically try to make a point. I haven't come across one instance yet. Would I give them a second look? Probably. Would it be disapproving? I don't think so. But it all would depend on, uh, on, on the situation, I think. But I expected to, uh, to run into at least a few times, run into a situation where somebody was smoking publicly, and I I have not done so yet. Uh, That may change. This is the first 30 days. As the situation becomes more normal, quote-unquote, that may all change. Yeah, I I think what really has happened is is the uh, law law enforcement has largely turned a blind eye in the last six to nine months regarding consumption and usage of cannabis and as a, because everyone knew that the date of legalization was coming up, and what that likely did is, is, is the proportion of Canadians who smoked cannabis before legalization has generally increased over the six to nine months as, that, as the date of legalization um, comes closer. And I think why we didn't see a, a significant shift is those who were already participating in the category... Uh, of, of cannabis consumption were already doing so. And I think the next big bump that I would expect to see happen within uh, cannabis usage is going to be when Health Canada uh, issues the regulations around cannabis edibles, because we know that there is a significant interest in edible products with can- infused with cannabis. And we also know that that interest is there because people do not, some people want to try and use cannabis, but don't like the idea of smoking it, whether mm-hmm. they think it's bad for their health or they don't want to ingest the smoke in their lungs. And there's a whole bunch of reasons why that would be the case. And so the next big bump in usage, I expect, will happen sometime in 2019 when, when edibles become legal within Canada. Yeah. Let me ask you about Canadians who purchase from licensed retailers. What are they saying? Um, generally speaking, the the people who have purchased cannabis after uh, the date of legalization have had a generally decent experience. Uh, we know that the you know the, the predominant user of cannabis who purchased at, in licensed retail were satisfied with the experience of purchasing cannabis. They were uh, um, they were they they felt like the quality of the cannabis they purchased was was very good and that they were happy with the type of product information that they were provided while they were making their purchase. And so that, from a from retail perspective, we think that our data suggests that the, the retailers who have uh, engaged in um, that the sale of cannabis have done a generally good job. Um, say, for example, and, some, and obviously, depending on where you are in the country, the availability of cannabis at retail locations has been limited, and so you've been a lot of Canadians have had to continue ordering online. 
Uh, and our data even shows that 74% of the people who have ordered online were satisfied with the delivery time frame of their purchase. And so, you know, there's a lot of good things happening with the uh, cannabis retailers. Uh, and and from, a, from, a, from an enforcement and uh, perspective, uh, 86% of Canadians who made a purchase were asked for identification before they could complete their transaction, which is uh, a reasonably heartening um, uh, statistic as well, given that we obviously don't want to be selling cannabis to, to minors. No. Uh, is there any information on the numbers of Canadians who stayed with their long-time suppliers, i.e. the guy in the trench coat on the corner? Yeah, so uh, you're right. And, and I'm not sure if it's really fair to always characterize as, uh, the people who were purchasing before legalization were buying from, you know, the trench coat. Trench yeah, I, was, I, had my, the I had my tongue I had my tongue in my cheek. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but, but I, I think there certainly was a certain amount of that. But there was also there were there were a lot of Canadians also buying from illegal dispensaries, particularly on the coasts, uh, both in, in B.C. as well as in Atlantic Canada, where we saw a generally higher proportion of Canadians consuming cannabis, and it was more freely accepted there. Um, but our numbers suggest that that 35% of Canadians have, um, have continued to purchase cannabis from the place that they purchased before the date of legalization. Um, and there's, there's a certain amount of resistance to switching to legitimate retailers of cannabis uh, and one of the reasons that we noted in our poll is because of uh, the perception of prices. We do know that t- cannabis purchasers who have purchased after the date of legalization, um, uh, quite, a, quite a number of them felt that the price was a little bit too high relative to what they would have expected to purchase, uh, say, in the black market or through an illegal dispensary. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you one more question. The, uh, the issue of recreational versus medicinal or medical marijuana how does that play into the uh, into the poll um well we asked we asked the the respondents in our study to indicate their uh consumption of cannabis um and why they they consume cannabis and so generally speaking we found that um uh, there's a strong proportion of of consumers in Canada who are consuming for recreational. So 40, 49% of consumers say that they're, they're purchasing for both recreational purposes as well as medi- medicinal reasons. And so we, we, we call those dual users because they're using for uh, two different types of purposes. Whereas uh, 38% of Canadians consume cannabis for solely recreational purposes, um, and then 12% consume for solely medical reasons. Uh, which you would expect skews higher in um, higher uh, age age categories in older Canadians, right? For medical reasons, of course. So I do have one more question. What do you come away with? What's the takeaway for you from this poll? Um, I, I think for me, I think it's the it's the consumer and business side of the cannabis industry that I find most interesting. Which is, you know, there's been a lot of interest and speculation in the. Uh, public investor markets for uh, for this t- type of product, and clearly there's a lot of interest in consumption happening among Canadians. But I think the there's a bit, there's been probably too much hype, and the consumer demand has has not necessarily actually met the expectations of the marketplace. And if I were to make a prediction, I would say in the next few months 
uh, a lot of the stocks, publicly traded li- uh, licensed producers will likely see a little bit of a hit once they start reporting their Q4 numbers because uh, demand didn't necessarily ramp up as quickly as, as uh, they would have expected. Michael, much appreciated the time. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Michael Roddenberg is the Senior Vice President at Ipsos Polling. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.